Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome to the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today, we're diving into the extraordinary life of one of the most decorated Marines in history, Daniel Joseph Daly. A man who earned not one, but two medals of honor. Let's get started. Today's story begins in the small town of Glen Cove, New York, in the year 1873. This was the year of future legend, Daniel Joseph Daly, was born. Daly's early life was humble, to say the least. His parents were Irish immigrants, making their way in a new world. His father, Daniel Daly Sr., worked as a tailor, crafting clothes for the townsfolk. It's fascinating to think about how his father's precision and attention to detail in tailoring might have influenced Daly in his military career. Absolutely, Chuck. And let's not forget his mother, Catherine, a homemaker who instilled in Daly the values of hard work and perseverance. Growing up in a bustling immigrant community, Daly was exposed to diverse cultures and languages. It was a melting pot of Irish, Italian, and other immigrant families. His education was typical for the time, probably a local school where he learned the basics. But Daly was known to be sharp, quick-witted, and physically active from a young age. And let's paint a picture of the era. Daly was growing up during a time of significant change the late 19th century. This was an era of industrialization, with the Brooklyn Bridge being completed just 10 years after his birth. That's right. The America Daly grew up in was evolving rapidly, setting the stage for the man he would become. The values of diligence, resilience, and a sense of community were deeply ingrained in him from his early years. But it wasn't all work and no play for young Daly. He loved sports, especially baseball, which was gaining popularity in America at the time. It's interesting to think that the teamwork and discipline he learned on the baseball field might have been his first foray into the kind of teamwork he'd experience in the Marines. And who knows, maybe his aim with a baseball translated to his marksmanship later on. When Daly was growing up, the world was changing rapidly. The Industrial Revolution was in full swing, and the United States was stepping onto the global stage. A perfect setting for a future hero. Now, let's delve into one of the pivotal moments in Daly's life, his decision to join the United States Marine Corps. It was 1899, Daly was 26 years old. That's right, Chuck. But what drives a young man from Glen Cove, New York, to join one of the most demanding branches of the military? Well, it's a combination of personal ambition and the spirit of the times. The late 19th century was a time of national pride and expansion. The Spanish-American War had just ended, and the U.S. was emerging as a global power. Exactly, and for a young man like Daly, this was an era that romanticized military service. The tales of bravery and heroism were probably a huge draw. Not to forget, Daly was living in a time when joining the military was seen as a path to personal growth and adventure. Remember, this was before the harsh realities of World War I changed people's perceptions of war. Indeed. And let's consider Daly's personal context. Here was a young man, known for his grit and athleticism. The Marines offered an outlet for those physical and mental talents. It's also worth noting that Daly was seeking a change from his ordinary life. Military service promised new horizons, far beyond the shores of New York. And let's not overlook the economic aspect. The late 1800s were not easy, especially for immigrant families. 
the Marines not only offered daily a sense of purpose, but also a steady income and a sense of security. Plus, there's a bit of legend here too. Some say Daly was inspired by a recruitment poster that read, Join the Marines, travel the world, see exciting places, meet interesting people, and kill them. Whether that's true or not, it certainly fits the character of the man Daly would become. A man of action, seeking a life less ordinary. Once Daly joined the Marines in 1899, his military career took off rapidly. His first assignment was on the USS Newark, part of the Asiatic fleet. That's right, Chuck. The Newark was patrolling the Asian waters during a time of great political unrest. This was Daly's introduction to the international stage. And it wasn't long before he saw significant action. In 1900, Daly was part of the Marine detachment sent to Beijing, China, during the Boxer Rebellion. The Boxer Rebellion, for those who might not know, was an anti-foreign, anti-colonial uprising. The situation in Beijing was incredibly volatile. Daly was part of the defense at the legations. These were areas where foreign diplomats lived and worked. They were under siege by the boxers for 55 days. Imagine this young Marine, far from home, in the middle of an intense, life-threatening conflict. It was here that Daly's bravery really shone through. Absolutely, Marco. Daly's heroism during the Battle of Peking, particularly on the night of July 13, 1900, was extraordinary. He was credited with single-handedly defending his position against overwhelming odds. Armed with just a bolt-action rifle and bayonet, Daly held his ground against the boxers, who were attempting to breach the walls of the legation. For his actions that night, Daly was awarded his first Medal of Honor. The citation praised his distinguished conduct in the presence of the enemy. What's remarkable is that Daly's heroism was recognized not just by the United States. He also received decorations from Russia, France, and Belgium for his actions during the siege. His first Medal of Honor set the tone for his entire career. Daly was a man who acted with incredible courage under fire, a true embodiment of the Marine spirit. And this was just the beginning of an illustrious career that would see Daly rise through the ranks and etch his name in the annals of military history. After his heroism in China, Daly continued to serve with distinction. But it was his actions in Haiti that led to his second Medal of Honor. In 1915, Daly was part of the U.S. intervention in Haiti, a turbulent time in the country's history. The U.S. was there to stabilize the situation, but it was a complex and often hostile environment. Daly's defining moment came on October 24, 1915, during the Battle of Fort Dipity. Fort Dipity, a stronghold of Haitian Kako rebels, was strategically important. The Marines were tasked with capturing it. Daly, by this time a gunnery sergeant, led a group of 35 Marines on a reconnaissance mission. But here's where it gets intense. They were ambushed by a force of around 400 Kakos. Outnumbered and in a tough spot, Daly's leadership and courage were pivotal. He rallied his men, setting up a defensive perimeter. And Daly didn't just lead, he was right there in the thick of it. He was known for his marksmanship, and it was on full display during this battle. The battle lasted throughout the night. Daly's small band of Marines held off the vastly larger enemy force until reinforcements arrived. For his extraordinary heroism and exemplary conduct in the face of the enemy, Daly was awarded his second Medal of Honor. It's worth noting that receiving one Medal of Honor is a rare honor. Receiving two is almost unheard of. Daly was one of only 19 double recipients in history. His actions in Haiti cemented his reputation as a fearless leader and a true warrior. 
His men respected him, and his superiors recognized his exceptional abilities. Daly's career and his second Medal of Honor exemplify the highest ideals of the Marine Corps, honor, courage, and commitment. Daly's life after receiving his second Medal of Honor was far from quiet. He continued to serve in the Marine Corps with the same fervor and dedication. That's right, Chuck. After Haiti, Daly was involved in numerous other military operations, including World War I. During World War I, Daly was in his 40s but still very much in the fight. He served in some of the most intense battles, including Bellow Wood. Bellow Wood, a brutal battle, became a defining moment in Marine Corps history. And Daly was right there, leading his men with the same fearlessness he always showed. It was here, at Bellow Wood, that Daly uttered his famous line, Come on, you sons of bitches, do you want to live forever, rallying his men in a desperate situation. Daly's leadership at Bellow Wood was extraordinary. His actions were so exemplary that he was actually recommended for a third Medal of Honor. That's almost unbelievable. A third Medal of Honor. But, due to the policy against awarding a third Medal of Honor to the same person, he was instead awarded the Navy Cross. The Navy Cross is the second highest decoration that can be awarded for valor in combat, only surpassed by the Medal of Honor. It speaks volumes about Daly's bravery and leadership. After the war, Daly didn't slow down. He continued serving in the Marines, taking on various roles and mentoring younger Marines. His post-war years were marked by a deep commitment to training and guiding the next generation of Marines. Daly was not just a fighter, he was a teacher and a role model. He served until 1929, retiring as a sergeant major. But even in retirement, Daly remained a respected figure, often consulted for his extensive military experience and insights. Daly's life after his Medals of Honor was a testament to his enduring dedication to the Marine Corps and to his country. Daly's remarkable journey came to an end on April 27, 1937. He passed away at the age of 63 in Brooklyn, New York. His death marked the end of an era for the Marine Corps. Daly's death was not just a loss for the Marines, but for the nation. Newspapers across the country reported his passing, noting his extraordinary service and bravery. He was laid to rest with full military honors in Cypress Hills National Cemetery. His funeral was attended by high-ranking military officials and fellow Marines who had served alongside him. Daly's legacy, however, stretches far beyond his death. He's remembered as one of the most decorated Marines in American history. Beyond the medals and accolades, Daly's impact on the Marine Corps culture is profound. His courage, leadership, and commitment to his fellow Marines set a standard that still resonates today. He's often cited in Marine Corps training and is a symbol of the warrior ethos that every Marine aspires to. Phrases like Daly's spirit or Daly's guts are still used to inspire Marines. And let's not forget his influence on Marine Corps lore. His famous battle cry at Belowood has become a part of Marine Corps legend. Daly's impact extends into popular culture as well. Books Documentaries and military studies often reference his life and actions as examples of exemplary military service. There are also physical memorials. For instance, the USS Daly, a Navy destroyer named in his honor, served during World War II. And for those who visit the National Museum of the Marine Corps in Virginia, you'll find displays and exhibits dedicated to Daly's life and career. Daly's legacy is a reminder of the sacrifice and bravery of those who serve. He epitomizes what it means to be a Marine, honor, courage, and commitment. Sergeant Major Daniel Joseph Daly, a man whose life story reads like a legend, 
continues to inspire generations of Marines and civilians alike. Thanks for joining us on this journey through the life of Daniel Daly. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. Until next time, keep exploring history. From the mind behind the History AI podcast comes an electrifying journey into the past. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Dive into a tale where Benjamin Franklin, America's beloved inventor, takes an unexpected journey through time. But with his leap, he unleashes a powerful ripple. Now, with dark forces lurking in the shadows, harnessing this energy to shatter and enslave the world, it's a race against time. Will Franklin fix the future? Or will history rewrite itself? Uncover the secrets. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Time has never been more fragile. On Amazon now.